Hey, we're back. Uh, good morning, local time. Good morning. good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. A uh, little bit, a uh, little bit kind of down about what's happening at the moment and just in, in general like there just seems to be quite a lot of negative sentiment around like more so than usual um but these things are happening in the space you know like you know we kind of had a chat about what we must chat about this morning and i mean i was just looking at some charts and it's like shit coins are flying bro how's, how's things on your side <laughs> mate I, I i tell you what i had to I had to like i told you yesterday i had i had to log off yesterday which didn't really happen too much because the amount of rope that is going on right now from like all of the little missiles that are happening, it was just like, you know what? Sod this. I just need to log off. There's always going to be another one. But then it's this sense of like, shit. I was, mate, I was having an omelette, yeah? I was having my four egg and chicken omelette, yeah, for lunch, yeah? yeah I, I quickly looked on Telegram. They're like, ate this, ate this. I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit. You start logging on, like, then you're trying to log on to the computer, but your internet's lagging because it's got shit connection here. And then, then you see this chart, and it's already at 3 million. I'm like, what the fudge sticks? I'm like, bro, why is this at 3 million? He's like, bro, check out my bag. His bag at the time was about 50K. Homeboy's bag this morning is 150K. He made 150K in freaking 24 hours. Wow. But, but... He hasn't hit the exit button. So technically, it's not 150K. And we said this, it's not 150K until that shit coin has been turned into either Ethereum or USDC. So that's, I mean, I wanted to chat about that this morning as, as part of our kind of like Friday roundup. I mean, we'll get to that. Let's just, let's just chat about, <laughs> let's just chat about just in general where we're at. Um, you know, with the market and, you know, what's happening out there. Uh, it seems like, you know, obviously SPX is in charge. Um, you know, we don't we don't profess to have any idea what's going on with the macro thing. That's why we bring guests in. We're not going to get into it, but we do know that if you take the SPX, the S&P 500 chart, and you put it next to the Bitcoin chart, SPX basically does one thing and bitcoin reacts immediately it's like the bots are in That's sync right. they're dancing this dance and it doesn't matter what's going on in crypto right now it doesn't matter what the narrative is outside of shit coins of course which we'll get onto. it's just there really is there is definitely a musical chairs activity going on right now and you know we're, we're pretty much at the whims and at the mercy of what's happening in the traditional finance markets and that's in simple terms what's going on. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the bonds this morning, I only briefly had a look at them. So the, the, the image I posted on Twitter yesterday um, was basically like the, the US 10-year mooning up to its next, um, let's pop it up here, um, up to its like next level of resistance. Uh, flicked on a couple of the charts this morning just before we came, came on air. And if you look at the US 10-year, it is literally like on its way to 4.279%, which is its next point, um, which is generally huge. So I think now, like you're saying S&P, yes. I also think the bonds are in control. Dixie looks like it's coming into some like little pennant shape as well. Um, and I think whatever happens like within the next, I don't know, like seven days because we're coming up to the end of the month whatever happens now it's going to be a violent explosion either up or down because 
Every single chart has just been crabbing with the liquidity spike up, liquidity spike down, crabbing back in its range. And if you, depending on what, if you use indicators or whatever, you can even see it on the chart, it's going to squeeze and it is going to go one way very, very quickly. And obviously, like you say, you know, liquidity is a major problem. I was actually chatting to a couple of like very successful traders. I mean, there's not many of them, but I was speaking to two of them yesterday who who are in all intents and purposes just completely killing this market at the moment because they are very good at following that liquidity trail, following those resistance points, support points. You know, I mean, we've been crabbing pretty much in a in a 3% range at the moment. Um, and it's pretty much for all the charts. I mean, as we know, most of the charts are following, uh, you know, what Bitcoin's doing. I think there are obviously your your outliers. I think the outliers are Algorand. I think you've got a story to tell around that. You've been watching that story closely. Sushi's also been doing some interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like got its own thing going at the moment, which I found quite interesting. Um, I think it's got something to do with, like, from a narrative perspective. I suspect that, like, like Sushi's got um, a little bit of a Okay, so it's, it's it's actually kind of like gone against the trend that it had going. You could see like it was it was actually like on on a little bit of an upward trajectory, but it keeps on doing like these these retests. Um, but it's very different to you know what you're seeing in the other charts. And I, I suspect that the whole layer zero thing has got something to do with what's happening with sushi at the moment because I know that sushi's playing quite a big role. Um, you know, around the layer zero, providing the mechanisms for the liquidity on those, you know, those communication protocols. Um, you know, people call it cross-chain, but it's not really cross-chain beyond the communication, you know, aspect that layer zero has. Um, we're going to be covering a bit of the layer zero. Well, not a bit. We're going to go into it quite a bit. I'm actually busy with some some kind of like idiots guides to what layer zero is because there's a lot of miscommunication in the marketplace right now in terms of what mm. layer zero is uh what is but it? we can get into that we can get into that as well after kind okay. of just looking at the market um so just what's what's happening with algorand i, I think you like you said, i think you've been watching it quite closely what's the story there so i've been watching it so one of my good friends um he's a massive massive uh, maxi of this and he's had like bags since it was like three bucks pre pre bull run um and then in the bull run it flew up to about 165 bucks um and then it just you know like everything there wasn't really much being built on it then um so it come crashing down um so egld that's it that's yeah, cool and like they've got their conference coming up on the third and the fourth of november and very similar to what happened with atom this this is very interesting. This this has had like its huge run up, and what we can see was there's there's just been so much strength even through some of like the negativity and the the dips that have happened in Bitcoin. So if you'd have gone long down at the bottom, you'd have made a massive return. And then if you managed mm -hmm. to catch that little dip there as well, huge. Now I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier because it's so obvious. It's like well, yes, there's a conference, but the reason it's being propped up. There has to be something big coming. And today they announced a, a strategic partnership with MasterCard, which is huge, which is absolutely massive. Did MasterCard they, confirm did, did MasterCard confirm that partnership? Uh it's on Twitter, therefore true. 
Yeah. No, but I mean, that's what happens. Though. I think we just also need to be cautious that a lot of these projects make announcements that, you know, that they're going to be doing X, Y, and Z with whoever, and it's not really something that's going to happen. I, that's why, I mean, we just need to check that. Yeah. But it's, I think with regards to these guys, I think with these guys, I think, I mean, they are, they're not going to, they're not likely to bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like, I think there's just too much at stake for them. So, um, that's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. So, I mean, there are there are still opportunities in this market. It's just a question as to whether you're aware of them and you know you're you're out looking for them. Um, yeah. Uh, have you taken a look at the East chart at all? Uh, a little bit. Not not huge. It's just crabbing. Yeah, it's doing the same, isn't it? Um, just a massive squeeze coming. Yeah, this thing caught me here. I got caught with this on a wick. It was actually not a good story. But anyways, it is what it is. Um, See, what I think is going to happen is we are much closer. I, I don't know what, what the price is on there. So we're much closer to that, what, that 1180 to 1200 mark on, on Ethereum, for example, compared to like where the imbalance is up higher in like the 14 to 1600 range. So in my mind, like looking at this, there's going to be a liquidity run to those lows again because there's a huge imbalance there. Like always Over thinking- here to what, the one, the, the 1086. Yeah, so in, in that yeah. region, I wouldn't be surprised if towards the end of this month at some stage that we do have like some just massive Bosch capitulation because there's a lot of liquidity there. Like you got to think, where are people going to be putting their stop losses? Well, stop losses are likely to be there. Liquidation points of people's longs are likely to be uh, in that range. So it's going to be a lot easier for the market maker to push the price down right now than it is to push it up because nobody wants to buy. There's there's ten of us in crypto right now that are all just like <laughs> rotating cash, and that's it. Yeah, I mean. I think there was there was there was a stream yesterday with the hero guys and Rob Levy was saying that um, this is the lowest liquidity volume presence in the market that's been seen probably ever. Uh, that was yesterday, and that's you know that's pretty much where we're at at the moment. You know, it's like really is a shit show around what's what what isn't happening. Um, from a trading perspective, obviously. So, you know, obviously it's complete risk off right now. Just coming back to what it is that you were saying here around this 1080. Well, it's actually lower, hey? I mean, it's kind of like it's at a thousand. You know, if you look at this 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 kind of point here, um, you know, you got essentially like taking the kind of like the benefit. So I would say it's probably just under a thousand. Yeah. Um I wouldn't be surprised if there's a violent wick. Or even like, because you know, if you if you if you zoom in, there's a there's a wick that's I think's hitting um, eleven eighty ish. So if you just go to the right, other way. So if you zoom into the yeah. little structure here, yeah, you'll see that there's that little little red wick that's poking down. Now that there is a massive imbalance in the chart, so there's going to be liquidity sitting there. That's why that original wick hit it. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if that gets tested again soon because it's 
it, it just makes sense. It, it's one of those things like liquidity is hiding there. Market maker is on the hunt for liquidity. That is where it will go. Okay. Well, let's see how it plays out. I mean, there definitely does feel right now from a sentiment perspective. It just seems like, you know, if you look at the news that's out there from a traditional finance perspective and then obviously in the crypto space, um, you know, if crypto Twitter is anything to go by, it's like we definitely not, we haven't reached bottom yet. Uh, that's my take on it. Um, I mean, I mean, I wish I was wrong around this. Um, hoping I'm wrong, but I feel like we we do really need like that almost final or penultimate like like real slap, you know, like just or should I say uppercut? Um, yeah, I think that's what's lacking at the moment, and we really need to arrive at that point. I don't think we've quite gotten there yet. I mean, it would be nice if if that wasn't true i mean like you know everyone was talking about october and it's kind of like we we we're in the red at the moment um i actually had that chart up earlier Let's see if i can bring it up uh just in terms of where we're standing like historically and you know the last two years are quite are quite out of sync with what it is that you know we've experienced in the market in the past before like from you know pre like the previous 10 years um and this is it yeah i think that's because people are, are looking at the wrong chart this isn't a normal year this is a, a year of the midterms if you look at the yeah. historical data of like an actual midterm chart literally between so when was the last midterm what year was last midterm uh oh, that's a great question i'll just follow the chart so at the moment we had negative 1.75 let me just refresh just to because it updates in real time this chart it's actually pretty cool um and it's a chart that brian beamish has been quite hot on as well so it's at minus 1.97 in terms of what bitcoin has done um you know through the month of october obviously october is not over yet but Based on what I'm seeing right now, I mean, are we going to bounce and how hard are we going to bounce? Because we seem to be bouncing at like the 18.5, 18.8. I don't know where that pressure point is right now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it just depends on, yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of like, it depends where the market maker wants to go. So the, even um, Cantor and Clark made a really good post about it as well of like the historical changes or sorry, the historical data that's happened over like the, the midterms, like pretty much since they started, sorry, uh, the midterms since the 40s. And it is like, there is a part in October where it just absolutely nukes. And it's, that's, it's this thing where it almost makes sense because um, TradFi harvesting for taxes because they might as well, if they're at the bottom, if they think like a midterm rally is going to come, you know, cut your losses now, wait a little bit and then let it moonshoot. The graph that I keep posting on Twitter is it is towards the end of the month. So like within the next nine days, where there's potentially going to be a massive like capitulation wick before that, that run into the midterms. But I don't think we've ever had a year in the midterms or a year like we are right now with, with yes. war, with cold, with, you know, UK politics going down the absolute drain yesterday. Uh, I, I don't think that this year, even if you compare to any type in history, has 
has been quite as you know quite as bad. So you're a hundred percent correct, and I mean it's it really is taking the context of what's going on into consideration when formulating an opinion around what could potentially happen. Obviously, that's what you do. I almost feel like this this table is quite like it's not really useful at the moment. Yes, it's nice to see what's happened. I mean, I'm surprised July was actually a 16.8 percenter, to be honest, like in light of what the rest of the years looked like. Um, do I think that we're going to have a green November? Hell no. <laughs> no. No. I mean, just, just, look, I really at, just don't. look at it. It's three years good, one year bad. We're now in that one year bad in October. Hmm. Looks like it, eh? Still on trend. It's on trend, yeah. I mean, let's see. You know, October. Look at, I mean, look at November. You know, November's like 13, 2013, 2014, 15, 16, 17 were all greens. Then 18, 19, obviously full bear. You know, they reds. And then 2020 was a fantastic year. But then 2021, you know, already this this whole thing started, you know, like we were denying it at the time. Um, I promptly woke up in December, but most people didn't really wake up until, you know, February, March, even though they were green months, ironically. Yeah. You know, 2022. So my prediction is October, we're going to finish in the red, even though it is only a 2%, you know, it could go either way. It could really easily finish in the green, but I don't think it's, it's kind of like that September as well at 3% negative, you know, like how like ridiculous is that, you know, like, yeah. and that's where the argument for Bitcoin as a hedge has come into the mix is that, you know, minus 3% versus the minus 30, 40 and 50% that the rest of the market seeing at the moment is actually incredible. It's incredible. And that's where the, the hedge against all this fuckery is coming into the mix. It's because of that, and the guys have got a point. It's really, it's really, it's a really valid argument that Bitcoin right now has been a hedge against everything else out there. Um, overall, for the year, I wonder what the percentage is for the year in terms of its, in terms of its decrease. Uh, yeah. So you want you want to know what's? Um... This is a quarterly. So it's not much. I mean, it's it's actually fifty six percent there so, yeah q2 is like an absolute hiding isn't it wow what a shit show. absolute shit show. anyways so i mean you're looking at around 60 percent drawdown so maybe it isn't a hedge who knows but i think over the last four months it definitely has been uh, yeah and next week you've got a lot of you got a lot of big news coming out, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot more, you know, red to finish the month off. So you've got options expiries on the 28th of October. You've got core PCE price index month on month. Um, that's going to be obviously like the big one. That's that's the big daddy. You've got on the 20s, sorry, on Tuesday next Tuesday, uh, consumer confidence as well. That that'll be another one to watch out for. So big news coming next week. I mean, what's interesting about, you know, like you look at Tesla, which was the big news for this week, you know, like market closed, they announced um, 
slightly better than expected third quarter earnings, but the share price has tanked six and a half percent since then, you know, and it's like that's where we at in terms of this current market like shit show is that you know a company like tesla comes forward better than expected but the share price still tanks because it's kind of like that's where we, <laughs> like, that's where we at did they give forward guidance at all did they what did they give forward guidance at all i'm not sure hey i mean i just know that my my insight into it is like better than expected earnings you know things are on track there's like uh, seems like there's, you know, and please, ex Mike, please excuse me, all the Tesla gurus out there, because uh, I know that quite a lot of the crypto crew are big t Tesla heads. Please forgive me, but I think the 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 demand for Tesla cars is is there. There's a different def demand. It's like, for all intents and purposes, Tesla's actually doing fine, um, and you know, like apparently. Elon was like bullish and made bullish comments and you know the whole narrative was just in line with a good story and still the market reacted in a negative way yeah which in my opinion coming back to it is just where we at it's just where we yeah. at in the market good good news tanks the markets bad news tanks it harder yeah yeah thanks <laughs> no, it's like good news tanks the market and, and bad news tanks it even harder that's what's going on right now yeah i'm, uh, I'm just waiting to be able to like plug my tesla into like my Neuralink in, in the side of my head and i can just like literally drive hands free so i mean what i found interesting in the news today just moving on is that apparently there's there's going to be progress being made on this 20 month old court case between xrp ripple and the sec um I'm by no means an XRP fan, uh, cringeworthy at best. But what's interesting about this is that it sets a precedent, as we know that from a, from, especially from an American context, you know, precedent is set through these kind of cases, and it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how this thing plays out. Apparently, something really significant is coming out on Monday. So if you are interested, hey, do you want to bring the XRP chart up because it's looking a bit sus? It always looks sus. I think it's taking a bit of a beating. Um, had some some fairly successful shorts on it. Uh, that and also Carbongo. Um, no, maybe not. Eh? Uh, not not quite what I was thinking. But do you think like so, people, people know something and they've started to sell it off a little bit? Well, this was obviously leading up to the the initial part of the the um, the news that XRP was going to be hearing about SEC and it was in their favor. That was when the court case there was the court case in terms of. Um, what happened was is that the SEC did not want certain information to be released for for court scrutiny, mm. and the ex the ex, the 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 Ripple Labs guys were like, "No, that information needs to be made available." It's in the context of what it is that we're doing, and our defence around this whole thing. And then the the judge basically allowed that information to be entered into the records, and it was during this. This is where we saw this increase in the price um, around that. And then since then, it's kind of like waiting for the news, waiting for the news. I mean, 
if Monday comes positive, I have absolutely no doubt that this thing will go straight back up again. Yeah. But what's super interesting on this chart as well, if you just like zoom in a little bit, you can kind of you can kind of see these wicks where they've been hunting for liquidity and you can kind of see that really big green dildo on the daily. You can see where they've been trying to bring the price down um, to recover that imbalance in the chart. I wouldn't be surprised if like the bounce point for XRP to, to for its next leg would be at the very bottom of that large daily candle. Or if you were to like zoom in onto a four hour or whatever, and you can see where where imba imbalances are as well. But the, the, those wicks, are, the, those wicks are just hunting your liquidity, dude. That's all it is. Yeah. So I managed to get a couple of these downward moves. Um, you know, nothing major, but she was quite successful with that um i still like the hike and ash hike and ashy mm. i think it's really cool the way it represents it right i mean you can see it so it's actually so beautiful the way that it actually draws these lines like on the reds and the greens um, yeah there's methods of trading the hike and ashy candles as well it's quite interesting yeah yeah um i was actually sitting with with a friend of ours uh tim uh last night and we were just chatting about his method i mean as as you and i both know the guy's been very successful um y'all go follow trader tim on twitter dude is an absolute beast man like i mean I'm, I'm in a discord group with him and he's calling it eight, 80 percent of the time 70 percent of the time when he puts a trade out there it's right like on like literally to the the scent to the band that he draws it basically will bounce or it will it just he's just unbelievable and it's like he's got his methodology and the whole thing and it just works um so anyways we were just chatting about that and you know like he's he's big on that that liquidity like picking up where the liquidity sitting um you know where did where did where was there a reversal where's the support where's the resistance um anyways i mean trading is you know as it's a science as much as as it as it is an art uh okay on to the topic that we started our discussion with the shitcoin market right now has been very lucrative and very profitable for a lot of people out there i think a lot of guys are also getting wrecked i mean it is the nature of the market right now the market is you know part and parcel it is being it's built right now to take your money from you but it's being taken by the select few. Uh, and, you know, obviously you've been speaking to a, a few of the select few that have been making serious gains. But yeah, guys, I mean, what's happening right now, in case you don't know, you know, like it's pump and dumps. And, uh, you know, you've got to be mindful of how that plays out and how, it's, how it can affect you. And there's a very high probability that it's going to affect you in a negative way. Yeah, uh, agreed. Like, from what I from what I see, there is there's there's if there's you know there's always going to be people in control of stuff like this because there's a lot of money that inflows and outflows to it, and it is you know like the example I said a little bit earlier, it, it's the fastest place to like make a million pound or a million dollars or whatever. Um, you know, it's probably like the fastest place in the world in order to make ten million. But you got to kind of like know the right people, you know, know the right strategy, follow the right things, ape with conviction. Um, but then also exit with conviction as well, because liquidity is always going to be an issue. And if there is a low liquidity play and you've just made like a thousand X on it, 
chances are there's at least three or four other people that have done the same. Now, if you're not sure what the, the liquidity part is, essentially it's the big pool of money of like, you know, whatever the shit coin is and, and ETH or USDC. So let's just say there's, uh, you've got half a million in liquidity in a coin. The market cap is, you know, whatever this one is. I actually use this as an example, but an absolute monster. So there's 571K in liquidity. It's a 23 million market cap. There is guys that I know who have got in at, let's say 30 to 50K. Now, if they've held it from 30 to 50K with a max bag, they're sitting on at least six figures. Now, if somebody clicks the dump button, the dump button, they're going to take six figures out of that liquidity pool. So in theory, in theory, you could only have five people with max bags that could click dump right now, and then they would rinse that liquidity. So you have to be very careful. Always look at the liquidity on a micro cap. And is it something that you can get out of? Just unmute your mic, dude. I'm feeling that this thing is going to hurt a whole lot of people. They feel, I think people feel like because there's there's huge, huge, in inverted commas, participation that this thing will bounce back up again. Normally it would. I mean, right now what I'm about to say is kind of like very contradictory to what normally happens. Normally it would like, you know, it would it would do... It would do this, go down, and then go back up again, right? If, if, if Vitalik tweets again, because this the and like there's die as well. Okay, here's a okay, here's a brilliant chart. So you've got this on the daily. Just put it to the high Kanashi. Now, Why the one it? thing I learned in a bull run is, yeah, there you go. So uh, keep it on the daily for me. I'm not explaining this. So a thing I learned in the bull run, um, and it was it was very interesting to see on a lot of the coins that went parabolic, and it almost every single coin almost followed it to the T. If something is going parabolic like this, it has anywhere between four and a very maximum. There's only one case that I actually studied and looked at where it had eight or nine. Eight or nine days of pure parabolic up before the massive, massive reversal happened. Now, what it looks like on this, we've had what basically one, two, three, four, five, six. That is so overextended with people who have had six figures. If you're to ape in now, you need to be extremely cautious because this candle right here now that's happening, that is in my mind, that's a sign of our oh, shit. We're taking profits. It's been going up for five days. I can't sit on this bag any longer. The chances of it falling from grace or having a large reversal are, you know, pretty, pretty. I'm not going to say it, it, it's going to happen, but it, it's very likely. Very, very likely. Yeah. I mean, just, I think just for, for, just for, for the record, guys, we're not sitting here hating on, on on this thing it's not what this is about it's about trying to understand what's going on in the market you know what's what's actually underfoot you know and how to to best navigate this thing and this kind of thing going forward you know so we, that's what we're doing right now we we really are not hating on this 
Um, oh, no, I'm really, not. I'm really stoked for the guys that have done well in this thing, but I'm also just wanting to be mindful for the guys that are still in it and just what to be, yeah. you know, just what to be aware of. And, you know, you guys must just know that this is what's going on. Yeah. Uh, that's what this is about. Um, and yeah. And then just, sorry, I was going to say, what, what you'll find as well is if you now click onto to that chart that you've got there, the die chart, which is absolutely moon shooting again. Um, what you'll see is, and this is why the, the, the micro cap space is so great, because you can actually see the rotation of capital. Because what happened yesterday was every single chart that was doing well, absolutely tanked. Most things and the big ones in the micro cap dropped by 40 to 60%, because the rotation of capital went from those straight into this. Dai and the have been massive liquidity suckers from everything else in the market. It is it's fun yeah. and this is what happened when Colt came about. Colt took so much liquidity from everything else. It was insane to watch. And I've been watching this chart. It's just up right now. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, I prefer to stay away from these. I think we've chatted about this quite extensively. Uh, it really is a lottery. Um, a oh, lot of guys have specialized this one's done really well this one's really done well it's it's there's quite an interesting story behind it um i've actually been quite impressed with the way that Kramer's has been managed from a project perspective in terms of the guy that's running it uh this one's been an interesting one because i mean if you look at you know this period over here you know like people hang in there you know and it's back back on the trot and you know they've they've put billboard they put a billboard out up outside Kramer's Kramer's offices apparently and it's just like you know that's what it takes in the current market to make it interesting hilarious, and mate. to create Absolutely a meme hilarious. out of the whole thing and I mean it's complete lunacy but that's what's going on you know and it's it's just it's crazy I mean it really is um, now th this is this think, is going to be this so this is now going to be all for more wallet hunters out there. So this is a fantastic chart because it'll just bring bring that Kramer chart up. We'll, we'll do the example on there. This is a brilliant chart because this is one of CT's favorites. You know, all of the big boys in a, in a, in a, keep it normal candles for me, please. Like all of the big boys in CT, they are pumping this, right? And you can see where it's, you know, the, the, the charts, you know, started to die down at some parts. And then all of a sudden, a massive green dildo. So in my mind, I would be looking at that candle. Um, the so one, two, three. You, you see where you've got red, and then all of a sudden it's two big candles up from about three days. No, 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 down, down. Yeah, there. So I would want to zoom in on these two, these two candles here, like onto like the one hour, the four hour. I'd want to find the exact point that huge buys. There you go. Huge buys started to come in. Look at every single one of those wallets. Analyze. What is in those wallets? Are they CT? Are they insider? Or are they, are they just really lucky? Then add them to basically like a, a, tr a tracking list. So then you can like monitor them over time. If you want a wallet hunt, that's what you're looking for in a chart right there. So you did you did like a really cool um, like alpha guide. It's, it's actually effectively an idiot's guide to how to whale hunt from a wallet perspective in the previous newsletter that you wrote. I really enjoyed that because it, it reminded me of a lot of stuff that I had actually forgotten about, you know, stuff that I was actively doing 
at the beginning of last year. And then there were a couple of things that you put in there that, that I hadn't thought about like this now, this example that you just brought up, you know, like go to that candle. Obviously there's a lot of buying, find out who the big buyers are, isolate those wallets. Are they with, are they wallets that are recognizable or are they brand new wallets or are they like high traffic wallets? I mean, I enjoyed what finding the high traffic wallets where you've got named.eth wallets that have clearly put a lot of volume through their, through their, through their own books and then tracking those and, I mean, you just land up getting so much alpha doing that, you know, like what are they staking and why are they staking it? Oh, cool. He's actually getting 24% on this. And you just learn so much just from one wallet. I mean, it really is like the ultimate, you know, wormhole. Yeah, it's crazy. But but that, 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 that's the alpha on that. Yeah, okay. Um, I think the, you know, I think the overriding message here is that there is stuff happening. I mean, despite the fact that people are angry with one another, I mean, this whole thing that's come up, you know, over the last 24 hours with, with Ben Armstrong, but boy, and with him kind of like screaming at Sam Bankman fried. And it's like, I find it really surprising that, that that's happening because, you know, this is a PVP market. We know what's out there. We're very aware of what's happening. Why are you hating on the player? Rather hate on the game. Don't be hating on the player. Um, and that's what's going on right now. You know, that's the way I see it. I mean, you know, is it going to be an us versus the suits thing? I mean, it's been an us versus the suits thing since the beginning of time. You you know what the game is. Play it to win. And if you can't win, then don't be getting angry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm just going to keep reserved on on a topic like that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just it's just interesting that, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is that you know it's kind of like I think if you had to draw like the emotional chart on where are we at in the bear bear markets, I think when people start fighting with with one another on this level, I think we're getting close to the bottom. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, hundred percent. But but the, the thing that okay, the video the video is funny. But like what he didn't need to do was bring up the dude's looks and the glasses because if I'm right in saying he bought a Lamborghini that was too small for him at the peak of the bull run. He did. <laughs> he did. So, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. This is the point is that it's the guy's fighting with the other guy, but he's doing the same stuff. And it's 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 not about the individuals or the companies or the institutions it's the game have it if you've got a problem with this whole thing then you need to go out and call out the game that's being played yeah it's not the players that's the way i see it um but uh on a positive note i think just before we wrap it up from my perspective and i think you'll agree as well is that you know we obviously are in quite a unique position to get a different perspective on what's happening in the market and the perspective is that you know we we speak to a lot of projects that are up and coming in terms of what it is that they're doing and and what their plans are and you know like we we look at all these roadmaps and i find it really reassuring despite the fact that we really are in probably one of the most trying and worst economic times probably ever that you know there is still there is still development. There is still a lot of building that's going on, and there's still a very strong desire for people to get a product out there. Um, and it's not just one or two. There's there's a lot. Eh? I mean, there's a lot going on. 
on all the ecosystems, um, you know, from Solana to to Polygon to Cosmos to Ethereum, everyone's doing stuff. So yeah, it's hard out there, but there's also a lot of cool stuff going on in the background. And, you know, we've said it a million times before, just go out there and build. You know, if you aren't having a good time in the market right now, then go and do something that's going to help you be better for the future. You know, whether it's doing a trading course, whether it's doing more research, whether it's connecting with more people, uh, there's a lot of positives that can be taken out of this really tough time. And on that bombshell, stay safe. Is that it? Cool. Uh, thank you, sir, for joining us this morning. Or sirs Always and ladies. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, yes, uh, just, just remember, guys, like and subscribe. Uh, Grant will be back with us next week. He's recovering. I actually had a word with him earlier he sounds like a blues artist still he's definitely not well so i think we might have been wrong about just a heavy weekend i think maybe it started as a heavy weekend but it definitely turned out a lot worse <laughs> def, def, definitely definitely no heavy weekend this weekend for him eh? no but he says he'll be back next week um and it sounds like he's looking forward to it so hopefully you guys won't have to just put up with the two of us uh get a little bit of a a refresher and yeah take it easy have a good weekend we'll see you guys next week